Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, I'm your host. So happy to have you. The point of this podcast is to help you become a lean communicator, clear and concise. If you're new to this podcast, really happy to have you. And if you've been here before, spread the word. It's glad to have you back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make Your Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we help people become lean communicators. Less is more. So today we're going to tackle the topic of the promise of prognosticators. People that take a platform and they predict the future and this is what's going to happen and we listen to them and we fall prey to the clarity and conviction of their voice. This is absolutely what's going to happen only to find out that they're wrong. That's a power. It's a power. And what inspired me to do this podcast was they convince you to pay attention. But you only find out they're wasting your time. This happened to me recently where I follow media. My media habits have changed over the years. I'm not as huge of a consumer of media that I used to be, specifically sports media. What I found to happen is that the internet has really changed the game profoundly. And almost without us knowing it, it's, it's like people have given everybody a microphone and they now have free reign to speak. So everybody's got a microphone. It's not like the early days of radio and television. Everybody's got a voice. Like it's now democratized. It's instead of a few people, it's more people. And everybody now, now it's everybody. YouTube channels, YouTubers, Twitter, social media, online. Um, you know, recently I was, I live in Pinehurst most of the time in North Carolina. And I was out golfing and I played with... Um, a guy who works for a sports network in Toronto and he's in charge of all their social media networks. So he comes up with all these harebrained, crazy, funny videos to get people to watch the sports network in uh, Toronto, you know, to, to, to watch the channels there. So he's like, he was telling me, we just played nine holes together. He's like, I just come up with the craziest ideas to get people to view. And he's like, we create so much following, so many interested people. And it's because we come up with these crazy ideas that go viral on YouTube. And that's what he does. So he's got a microphone and he uses it. And that's what he gets paid to do. So obviously he takes his career seriously. That's what he does for a living. So why am I talking about the power of prognosticators? Well, what's a prognosticator? I mean, it's a fancy word for a person who predicts the future. This is what's going to happen. When you hear it, if the person is speaking with authority, with a voice, with clarity, with conviction... You hear them, and it's like they're telling you what's going to happen. And this hits your brain. You're like, oh, my gosh, they're telling me what's going to happen. Then this is going to happen, only to find out that they're wrong. Now, I'm not saying that we should ignore this completely. I'm just saying that there's a power of the brain of these prognosticators, and they abuse it. They abuse it a lot, and it creates a ton of noise in the world, for sure, but more importantly, in your head, why are we spending so much time listening to the stuff, which most of it's just nonsense, nonsense. I'll give you an example of what inspired me to do this podcast. So not a huge fan, but I'm following the, the playoffs in NBA basketball, the National Basketball Association, right? So the Eastern Conference Finals 
pit the Toronto Raptors against the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks had the the, the I believe the the the, the biggest winning uh, percentage or the most wins in the the league this year. They faced the Toronto Raptors. They got a really good player, but everybody predicted like, hey, the Bucks are going to win. So first two games, Bucks win the first two games. It's a it's a it's a seven game series. They're up two games to nothing. So, I mean, do the math. All you have to do is win, win four games out of seven. You win the series. They've already won two. They got two more to win. And then the prognosticators chime in. And it's phenomenal. To kind of skip to the end, the Raptors won the series in six games. What happened? Everybody jumped on the bandwagon. Milwaukee doesn't stand a chance. Why are they even playing? Toronto's going to lose. This is an embarrassment. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, everybody. And I was even talking about this guy who was from Toronto because it's the Raptors when he was down in Pinehurst when I was playing golf with them. And he's like, it was amazing. Everybody. And they did a, he said, we did a montage. I still haven't found it on YouTube where they showed everybody predicting that the Raptors were going to lose and in, in, in how the Bucks were going to be dominant in how the exact opposite happened. Now, everybody heard that and it was like, yeah, I mean, these are the experts. They know. I mean, they know everything about sports. So when they talk, I mean, I've got to listen to them because they know more than everybody. So they are predicting the future of the, you know, of the world. And it's like, you know, this is this is crazy. Why are, we, why are we even watching? And not to get political on everyone here, but, you know, in the 2016 presidential elections, does that sound a little familiar? Everybody predicted that Hillary Clinton was going to win the election. There wasn't a person around that had any credibility, any credential that was saying that she wasn't going to lead and win in a landslide. Well, what happened? She didn't win. Everybody believed her, you know, her victory was imminent. And she didn't win. She didn't win. So when I saw that, again, not to get political about who you wanted to win and who you wanted to lose, it doesn't matter right now. What matters right now is the prognostication, the prediction, the conviction and the voices of all those experts that said, this is what the outcome will be. And we listen to it like they're telling us what's true, what's factual. This is the reality. And what I'm telling you right now is a lot of it's just noise. It's just people talking to talk. They give a microphone. They say what their opinion is. They speak with conviction. You hear them. You're like, this is amazing. I, I have to, to do what they say because what they're saying is true. But I'm telling you, like, hold on a second. There's a power in this microphone, in this voice, to predict the future, and we don't have to listen to it, or we can choose to moderate it. So what am I getting at? If you look at the examples of like predictions in the past that have not come true, I mean, many, many, many. Just go online, Google it, the top 10, top 20, top 100 predictions that didn't come true. Edison and the light bulb, radio, um, the train. People said people would ride horses for free. Um, Xerox and IBM, and IBM didn't think anybody would want to make copies, how wrong they were. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And people that spoke with this clarity and conviction, like this is what's going to happen. Believe me, I know. 
don't even think about it anymore. This is the end. I mean, when you watch the media, as I do from time to time, you start to see this right now with, with predictions about when's the next asteroid going to hit the Earth. And it's like, all right, well, it's going to come close. And it's like, you get all they're trying to do is get people to watch, click, listen. They're trying to track viewers. It's not about, nobody came out and said, all right, I was I was wrong. I apologize. I'm not in, I'm, I'm, I'm not accurate. No, they, they don't care about accuracy. They care about predicting the future. And what it does is it freezes your brain for a moment to think that they're right. Well, they're not. And the majority of times they're not right at all. So what do we do? Um, well, the first question is, do I even listen anymore? And I'm, I'm, not, I'm certainly not suggesting to tune out everybody and ignore trends and analysis and thoughtful thinking. I'm not talking, I'm not suggesting that at all, but, but the question is, do I listen as much as I currently listen? Do I give as much credence in what they're saying as a, basically a prediction of the, of the future of the a prediction of truth? And I, I would say now to, to, to dial down your listening. It's most of what they're saying is hyperbole for a fact, to garner an audience, to hear the sound of their own voice, most of it's noise. So do I even listen? Not as much as you do. You can dial that down safely, and you're not going to miss much. I mean, if you look at the NBA, the, the, the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, I mean, everybody that stopped watching that series because everybody and their brother said that one team was going to definitely lose, lose and the other one's going to win. They were all wrong. They were all wrong. It's not over, as they say, until it's over. So keep listening. Second thing is, it sounds convincing, but is it correct? And those are important distinctions. Like, people can sound that they speak with the voice of conviction, but is what they're saying is actually correct? And it requires... Critical thought and not groupthink. I need to think for myself, and just because everybody's saying it doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean, I go back to the election, and I'm like, wow, talk about a lot of people that wanted that to happen, maybe predicted that was going to happen, believed that it was going to happen, but there was a lot of data underneath it that said it wasn't going to happen, that they all missed. So the question is, Am I listening because I'm trying to ha be convinced or am I listening to find out what's true? And it will change the way you listen because you'll listen for yourself. You have to be a critical thinker and a critical listener. So develop some filters. And finally, suspend some judgment, right? Is this a fact or is this an opinion? And more and more when you hear prognosticators they're not even trying to hide the fact that it's an opinion. It's not even hidden. And it just becomes sort of skewed, in many cases, severely skewed. Is this a fact or is it an opinion and how is it being presented? Suspend some judgment, okay? Be your own thinker. Be your own person. These prognosticators have a lot of power, this prediction, these predictions that they make feel convincing. They are convincing, but are they really, in fact, true. So suspend some judgment. So most, if not many of the predictions that they make, they don't come true. They don't come true. They wish they did, but they just don't, if you look at the, at the facts. All right. 
So don't waste your time, your mental energy, your attention span, your worry, the anxiety, all the things that you're concerned about. Oh my gosh, an asteroid's going to hit the earth and we're all going to die tomorrow. If we all die tomorrow, we all die tomorrow. Okay. But so much of the stuff is to get more people to click, more people to listen to their predictions. But the question is, is, is it true? So don't waste so much time, so much worry following each and every one of their predictions because, again, many, most of them, if not many of them, are, are, are false. They just don't come true. So know when and where to tune in and the times you need to just completely tune out the noise. Just saying.